0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shi'urim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lepiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Keep uh, uh-huh. it be very short, uh, so that as much time from uh, Lepiansky as possible. We have this close up here, one of the Gidole, the Gidole and Makhshava of our and uh, the Gidole Musar of our head, and the Shesiva of Lady Washington. Nice like always to be back here. There's something very special. We had a pleasure Um quite a few Silver Springers have come here and we uh, are here, we're here. Um, some the our very, very special meeting from here. It's a, it's a very very special I gotcha, the, the warmth of the place and the the kind of outlook of how to shape and form a person at, at some of these most important years. So it's just, uh, you know, it's a bit of a shot from, from the city, but I look forward to it. I want to speak about the parish of Matan Torah, which really leaves us open a big swath of areas, anything to do with Torah that pretty much is uh, all-inclusive. But I wanted to speak more specifically about a certain, um, a, a certain bifurcation of Torah, a, a certain division of Torah into two areas that we need to understand one of them especially gives us a problem and i want to talk about it the chazal tell us that there were a lot of fireworks going on in makhintara and dramatic things happening that you know wearing the and so on and so forth and one of the things that it says is that they were that anochi and loyelacha were said in one statement, one breath. Now, it's dramatic. I don't know exactly how it sounds, because I'll say tre kolo lo unless it's chaviv, and usually that means tre kolo means it's the same colour. If the same show for you have two people, could be could be mitstarim. Two different colours I, I don't have any imagination of it. But whatever it is, it says anochim was said in one call question is really, why? I mean, there were not fireworks, enough nisim and applause going on to make the, 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 the moment special. But, but why have Anoche Elohim as one sound, as one call? Um, the the Goyen the, uh, the says that there was two series. He interprets he, he Chazal that all Aserah's of were given in one call. So that's easy to understand. That means all of Torah is one inion and that's and then when HaKadosh Baruch who gave it separately he did a noche lo also in one call why chazal say the same thing by zacha vishamar that zacha and shamar one look at says one look at, at shamar sermon shabbos and the sphere is answered by the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said it in one Kodesh Baruch Hu set it as one. We can't possibly um, assimilate it as one. We can't possibly pick out two kolos as one kol. So the compromise is once we call it zahra, once we call it shama. So all the and of all the also comes. What's the point of that one over there? The, um, in general, the, the, the Ramban explains how all of the Mitzvahs, well, it's not Ramban it's, Ramban, it's the Talmud, explains how all the Mitzvahs link back to the Seraphs some of them are quite uh, easy to identify, some are more far out, but everything comes back to it. And then Ramban also says that, more than that, all the Mitzvahs, Essay, the Torah, come back to Anochi, and all the Mitzvahs, Los Essay, come back to Lohyeh. Now, Anochi is the, is sort of the, the mitzvah's essay and the Rambam in Morin does actually have um, Anochi he, he he explains all the mitzvahs in terms of Achtos Hashem the essays are there to confirm it in some way the laws essays are there to keep you away from some sort of polytheism fine but Anochi and Lo Yelecha are the, f- the pillars of two different types <coughs> of mitzvahs. Anochi is the root of all essays, and and, and Lohia is the root of all essays. I want to ask um, a troublesome question, a nagging question, and let's put it in words. Let's give an example. Let's say I tell somebody, you know, you're walking into a shoe store, and you're buying a pair of shoes. This brand feels soft, but when you start walking on it, it sort of sticks you at the bottom of your foot, and it's very uncomfortable. The other pair is much better. Fine. This, this suit over here, the jacket goes on well, the pants is, doesn't fit you all that well. Okay, it makes a lot of sense. The guys manufacture the suits and the shoes, manufacture a bunch of them. Um, for you, this is good, this is not good. Imagine go to a tailor, and you make a tailor-made suit. And you come in, and the guy says, "Okay, it's ready." Now let me explain something. The jacket is going to fit you perfectly. The pants are not good in you. You go and make a pair of shoes. I still remember Shalayim right behind the Meir There was a guy who made shoes to order. It wasn't very expensive. It was like the, that was the way in those days. That was kind of part of the style of making shoes. That's how you make shoes. There was a cobbler who actually made shoes for you. And um, and you know, you, you go in and you try it on. And the guy says, "You know, it's going to feel soft and comfortable, but don't step hard on the backside because." It has a nail and it's going to keep hitting you. It doesn't make any sense. He's made it for you. So, so why would why you know wh- why would you make something that has a problem? Akhar Shabachu created the world. He created the world for us, for man to grow, to stay, to become good, whatever it is. And so it's fine. So the world. It's so Akhar gives us opportunities, and maybe we even have the tzecharis not to do the opportunities. So we're lazy a bit, we're tired, and we have other things to do, distract us, and those those are the, the impediments to doing good. That sort of sits well with us. But why would it create things that are um, bad for you? Whatever a low is, however you describe it, it's bad spiritually, something, why would the world be full of things that are bad for you. So, you know, I and mean, technically we can say that's another way of proving your restraint. It's sometimes harder to restrain yourself. But at the end of the day, in the big picture, the world is the opportunities to accomplish. There should be all essays. When man was created, his first his first was an essay of eating from all the uh, the 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 uh, the, uh, eight, seven, the gun and also say not to eat from the dust. So, so you see that that's how HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the outset started out the, the um, avodas and HaShem and he makes this distinction of having uh, things that are in the Bria that are bad for you and, 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 and you're supposed to stay away from it. Well, why would you construct a Bria like that? That's really something that, that sort of is puzzling in, in, in this picture. One more thing I would like to point out, and, and I guess what we're, head, what we're driving at is understanding the world of loss assays. assays are easy to understand, and loss assays. Chazal tell us that a person's body has <coughs> Ramach Evaram, Shasayidin. Ramach means 248 limbs. Limbs are defined holistically different than, than medically, a limb in halacha is a sort of self-contained unit of a... <coughs> um, like, like a finger might be three limbs, because you could divide it, it as a joint, and it has, it has a bone, and has meat, it's no gear for to miss mace um, halachically that's the status, that's what's called a burn. So the body has the, a burn and mitzvah's essay, appropriately so. So it makes a lot of sense. It's each mitzvah's essay fulfills a person a certain way, it gives a person a certain um, specific point, and it comes together as a person. So there's a mitzvah that's connected the liver, and a mitzvah connected the kidney, and a mitzvah connected the finger, and the fist joint. Whatever, That something's easy to understand, something harder, but the picture is good. Dulosa says, are connected something called giddim. Now, a gid halachically means, m- m- my conjecture is, a gid is connective tissue. And by what Chazal called gidin, its most common usage are sinews, which are like threads that connect the muscle to the bones and the stuff that we so fill up with, and ureas, and so on. It is something which long nerves are called gidin. Um, the avar of, of a zach is called a gid in, in, in some contexts. Um, by and large, long-thready type of, of, of um, things in the body, there might be a long thread of fat in certain places that has a Shem Gid. A Gid is connective tissue in the body. How does that fit with losa Like, you know, at least the, the, the sense of a limb fitting for an essay makes sense. A piece for a piece, each one is a specific unit, we don't always understand all of it, but, but at least we have that idea. But where does connective tissue fall into in into get of losase? So let's so so let's talk a little bit about the Indian of I guess the point we really want to get to is trying to get a better sense of the role of Losase in the Torah. We even find that the Torah itself, the Rabban says that the mitzvah essays all emanate from the meat of Ahava The mitzvah's losa essays all emanate from the meat of Yira. And in Torah itself, we find both given. We find, on the one hand, it says it was Kolos of by Yehat Kolaharma Od, and the people were scared stiff, and, and they were frightened, and they went back. It says that a Balkari is not allowed to learn without Tvila when there was Tvilas Ezra, not because of Tumor, but it says because Torah was given the, the, the aim of the year, of the rest of Isaiah. Torah was given with an attitude of awe, uh, and since Kerry comes from Kalos Rosh, it's something that is a spirit of to Torah, and, and the person wasn't in the right attitude, the right mindset for Torah. So Yira is incorporated as being a very, very um, uh, uh, the, the key element in Matan Torah. It, it, I mean, Akash Pro gave it in a way where, where the person, the kozel jumped back and said they can't. We're going to die if we hear it. On the other hand, it, we, the bracha that we say, one of the two pas- one of the brachas that you can say on Torah is Avirava. If you said Avirava and of well, you of Torah, we don't say that's one of the answers if you're not sure about Torah. You say Avirava. So, so the title is Avirava. Chazal said that a Kodesh Baruch who when he gave the Torah, was nidmet to a zakim. He, he, he molirachim, it says. He was a zakim molirachim. So Torah was given through an angle of av and yira. It it, 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 it's, it's marshmallow Torah integrates the two together somehow. And we need to understand how two things that are seemingly opposite work in tandem. And they have to work in tandem because KaTorah didn't give two Torahs. He didn't give the Torah of doing mitzvahs and the Torah of nothing of theirs. It's one Torah, and somewhere along the line it has to integrate together. So let's start, let's give a little bit of a mush, let's give it seer. Imagine the following. Imagine I tell you, let, let's say I, I, somebody's sitting here, and I show him a diamond. And he looks at it, and he says, hmm, so I say, I can rightfully say, he doesn't care for diamonds. That's that's easy. Let's say I show him a diamond and he says, Wow, oh that's really, really beautiful. So that that does that show he appreciates diamonds? Well, let me ask you the following. I then take out one of those um, rings, diamond rings, that you buy, I don't know if they still have in the machines, you know, where you put in a quarter, <coughs> in a nickel, now probably a quarter or more, and you get these rings with, with, the, with the pieces of stone in it, where the plastic around is probably the most expensive part of, 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 of that toy, and he looks at it and says, wow, that's really beautiful. So let's go back to that appreciation of diamonds. Can I say that the person appreciates diamonds? The answer is no, because a diamond is defined by what it is and what it's not. Um, a, a diamond is not a shiny piece of mineral. It's a very specific shiny piece of mineral, mineral. And we need to identify what it is and what it's not in order to properly say that. So if I then give the person the piece of, 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 of shiny stone and the guy says, it's it's trash. So now I can say the person appreciates diamonds. Because the diamond is what it is. It's something shining. And it's not glass, and, and not other stuff. It's, it's only diamond. If you want an example this way, the Gemara says something like that. The Gemara says, if you want to check a child's intelligence, and you want to know if the child is intelligent enough to halakhically be able to conduct business. So it's not by mitzvah. by mitzvah is a sort of, uh, um, it's, it's a rule of the thumb, and that's what we go by. But halakhically Chazal gave us a criteria. It's called, Sror of Zorik, Egez Venota. You give the child two things. You give him a nut of sorts, and you give him a shell of something similar. Now, if the child takes both of them, it means nothing. It means that there is a child who likes to take stuff. If he takes neither of them, it's nothing. If he takes one and rejects the other, that's when you know that he has the das to be mathen between two things, and that's when he's a bardas. Because the das includes both the appreciation of X, and the understanding how X differs than that which is not X. So in order for a person to dehair something, in order for a person to correctly uh, become aware of something, become conscious of something, he's going to need to have both things in place. Let's give a marshal, another marshal closer to, to, to the city. Let's say a person, we say, um, this person is a very, very spiritual person. He comes every Friday night out to fail for the from Suda, and he comes every Matthias al Malka, and even the Thursday night channel, he also comes. It's a very spiritual person. Okay? What happens if Wednesday eats out, and Tuesday eats out, and Monday eats out? Nothing. Let's say a person is a very big believer, and Shabbos he doubts in Shul always, but Sunday is in the base of Tifla, and Friday in the other base of Tifla. That's, the, the, the person is not such famous, the person is, is whatever it is, he's into experiences. It's not that. A Baruch Hu is defined as much by what is, as, as by what is not. I want to say over a Ramchal. It's a very deep Ramchal. <coughs> um, he says it in Das Lunes. He speaks about why is HaKadosh Baruch Hu specifically identified in terms of Echo. When we affirm HaKadosh Baruch Hu every day, we say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekenu, Hashem Echot, then we, then we say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one, and that's our belief, and we'll voice the nefesh on the fact that Shavu is one. There are so many other things we say about Akash Baruch He's all-knowing, all-powerful, all-merciful, all-everything. Why is the only one thing that we... Th- I mean, Shema Yisrael is our statement of accepting Allah Lach Why do we focus on Echel? Khal says a very deeply <coughs> He says as follows. We don't have the ability to describe Akash Baruch in any positive terms. What does it mean a Kashbarahu is smart? We don't have any idea of Ein Sof of Chachmah. So that's meaningless. To say a is strong, we don't have the ability to describe a Kashbarahu in those terms, because what does an Ein Sof of strength mean? So all those terms fall very flat. Like, you're not allowed to add Shvachim in Ishmael because there's no end to the So identifying a who in any way would be really positive for us. What about negative identification? I say a Kodesh who is not stupid. A was not weak. A was not mean. Well, that's obvious. Not stupid, not mean, not weak is, is not in any way implying the positive part. All negatives of those don't imply anything in the way of something being positive. Uh, colloquially, when I say somebody is not mean, I, I mean to say he's not terribly good, but I can't call him mean. It's, it's not at all... So there's only one attribute of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that when I eliminate the alternatives, I affirm the truth. And let's explain what, how that works. First, a seer. When you paint a painting, when you, unless you want to paint a picture of somebody, you can do it in two ways. You can paint the picture of the person, or you can black out the the, the, the other part of the picture. And then you have, in relief, you know, like you have these black and white pictures, where either or. You can, you can paint the outside, you can paint the inside, as long as you've done one or the other, you have it. Um, in, in math, for those of you who've taken math, you know that you can prove theorems, either by proving it directly, or by eliminating possibility. It can't be n minus anything. It can't be n plus anything. So, even, so it is n because it can't be any one of the others. You can, you can affirm and prove something, both by directly proving it and by eliminating any other possibility. Let's apply that, that point of our let's say, in everyday life, and get a sense of what that means. We live in a world full of what is For instance, when you're sick, it's the doctor that heals you. When you need Parnassah, it's the mercy of your boss that gives you a job or doesn't give you a job. And your boss is at the mercy of the economy. When you're in danger, it's the army that saves you or police that saves you. We're surrounded with a lot of things in the world other than Akharishev. And as a person who's a miner goes through life, and he begins to realize that in reality, the best doctor can miss it if you know if 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 hand is not there. The person begins to realize that you know it's not chokhmah that gives a person anything, and it's not and, and it's not koach. It by eliminating the alternatives, a baruch Hu is what becomes what comes to the fore. That's the, that is the work of Hashem Echad, where we eliminate everything else, and basically Hashem Echad means only akeresh baruch Hu. When I recognize how many times my plan should not have worked and, and you know, my, my money was gambled on something that should have collapsed and, and, you know, and, and the doctor had it wrong, but still it worked or vice versa. All the plans were in place and, and it collapsed and so on and so forth. That's when you have an information of Hashem Echad by eliminating the Avodah that that we normally live with. That is is how he describes it. Let's go back to our Indian over here. In the world of the the purpose of Torah and mitzvahs, the purpose of Torah in the big picture, is a person recognized alokhus in this world, a person see ruhis in this world. The, The job that that's supposed to be it's supposed to be done the way it's the way a person recognizes ruachnis is by recognizing what is good as opposed to what's not good. This is Suda Shabbos, and this is achilah By understanding why achilah gasa is not good, I understand why achilas mitzvah is good. I don't it's, eating achilas mitzvah is nice. But many achilas are there. When the person when the person eliminates macholas asuras and achila gasa, and 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 affirms mitzvah, that's when he gets that sense of So we ask, how does a control create a world that includes negative items and so many negative items? The answer is that the negative items bring out much more sharply. The positive items, because we understand, by understanding what's not, we understand what is. We appreciate, we understand what a diamond is by liking the diamond and by understanding why a piece of cheap glass is not a diamond. The, um, so, so the, the, anochi and the logia were given as bidiba Echad because they are one people. It's just like when you have these three dimensional glasses and you look at and you look at something so the two different scenes combine themselves and you see a full picture it doesn't remain two scenes because the end is that each one each one contributes to seeing a third dimension that you didn't see by looking at one or the other seeing the value of terror and seeing I once had a, an experience you know sometimes you get hit in your face when somebody tells you something and you, you tell the person it's and despite the fact that you were Menutzach you, you learn a lesson I, I'll, I'll tell you a lesson I once learned in this I grew up from all my life, Hashem, in very positive environments and yeshivas and so on And Rabbi Hashem was very very positively inspired about things for Tkufa I taught Neish Torah, and, um, and there was a, one of one time one of my jobs was helping guys coming in their schedule straight or whatever. A boy come, came, uh, not a boy, he was already a, a person in his later 20s came. And his story was he had become from many years before, like four or five years before, together with a brother. His brother became a superstar learning. He couldn't do that. He got very discouraged. He went back to the secular world, became secular again. And, and he was a very successful investment banker, lived in Manhattan, made a lot of money, and he did call the boss whatever whatever investment bankers do. And and we all he was a very, very um, successful life. And then for whatever reason, I mean I don't know what reason he decided to come back again and so on. So he was sitting and I was trying to work out a schedule for him. And I know he was kind of negative negative. he was saying doesn't like this, this he tried, this doesn't work, this is this, this that. I finally got kind of fed up. And I made a comment maybe I shouldn't have made, but I said, you know, if nothing if you don't like anything, then why are you here? And he looked me straight in my eyes with, with all of his philosopher's personality. And he said, Rabbi, if there would have been one thing worth staying for over there, I assure you I would not be. I could never say that statement. You know, uh, to me, the world is a kind of, it's a, it's a, it, it looks good, but it's really, it's a horror and it's a I, I nap. Never, I never had the jarring experience to say, I can say how beautiful base Medrash is, but I can't tell you it's the only thing in the world. Think it's like Chazal said that Shlomo HaMelech that Shlomo HaMelech and Kohelis starts with Akdamah I am Shlomo Ben David, King of and Rishlai uh, 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 and so on and so forth he's, so so Chazal say he needs the introduction because if, if, if a mashkiach Meshiva would get up and say Habel, all the world is nothing and worthless so they say well the poor mashkiach, what, what does he know better you know he's, he's, his world is has is, is been the yeshiva and it's zoshar. of course, you know, what does he know Shlomo says been there, done that, seen that, had that, I assure you nothing exists but here. There was such an impact in that statement for me, uh, you know, because I heard that sharp contrast in a way that I never could have experienced it. This person, by the way, is today a big mashpia, um, a very, very special person and a, and a very positive person. And person is doing tremendous uh, work. This is 25 years later something that. Very, very, very good person. But our it, 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 what I'm trying to point out is when someone's able to, to paint the contrast so dark, it was a lot more impressive on me. That's why Shabbos is the same thing. Shabbos is the day that has, in a certain sense, the biggest positive. It's the <laughs> most looking day and the greatest exclusion of any mundane activities and Chazal tell us that the Zohar and the Shomar if a person, you know uh, when you when you people Shabbos is a very very positive experience, and for most people Shabbos is, is a critical piece it's either the first thing that took them or it's a very critical piece and they grow up. but you get someone's question, you know, why can't you have all these wonderful things family getting together in and singing and eating everything great, and what about those Yisurim, those terrible those, the whole bag of Yisurim what for? Why can't you drive so and so forth? Well, try it. I mean, I'm not so I mean you should try it. But I say, you ask a person, um, you know, it It's a it, nice thing. It's a nice place. You don't have the yichud. You don't have that sense. Um, I once had, a, I was also, I guess, I Torah, and there was a fellow came in on a Thursday night. Very impressive, very intelligent, very sensitive person, real ball knew very little about Kiddishkai, grew up in a very posh home in Manhattan actually, and and um, walked in on a Thursday sometime. I didn't I didn't know much about him. Somebody asked me, Well why don't you have a Shabbos? There's nothing doing here, The Shabbos take it. So I took him to my I lived in our at the time, and we walked I went to Down in Bayan in Gula and I walked up in Vatai Radna, whatever it is, Vatai Ernestine. And I walked through the streets and he was mesmerized. I I don't think we appreciate (coughs) what it means, a a street that's total cessation of activity, no cars, nothing doing, and he was transfixed. And on the the way back home, he grabbed my arm, he hadn't seen his mirrors, he hadn't seen Shabbos, and he says, thank you for sharing this world with me. And then, as we were walking close, to a beer, and Tzadik, a car drove by, and he says, it feels as if they're desecrating something very, very holy. And, you know, I could never hear it, because, you know, yes, well, anyway, we've seen Shabbos and so on, but I tuned it out. For him, the, the positive effect of being strangers was something that he could hear that I couldn't hear. And, and you know, the Zuchor and the Shem of Shabbos are the same thing. The Kedusha Shabbos lies in the not doing in as much as they do. I want to go back to, 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 to one other point that we mentioned before. And that was the Gidon the connective tissue. I want to try to explain that. Um, it's, 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 it's a half a step deeper on, on the point that we start. Whenever I want to... The word Sarov in Kodesh is one of those words that has opposite meanings. There's a whole bunch of shavr, shavr, sharesh and hashrish. It, 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 one of them is tsarof. Tsarof means either to attach together, like, you know, to be mitzvah Star dominion, or it means to purify, which seem to be opposite meanings. Grammatically, that's okay. I mean, you have a bunch of words like that. The word, sh- the, the, the sh- root, re shin, can mean to uproot or to root. Shever um, can mean to break or to give life. To there, a, there are, it's not an uncommon phenomenon. It also makes sense. To, it's not uh, it, it's not so uncommon. But but here is a very special meaning. Let's take an example. I have a random crowd. I'm I'm at what makes the crowd in an airport random? The answer is this absolutely. Nothing that the people have in common. No one is excluded from anything. Um, There are white people and black people and tall people and short people and 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 these type of people, those type of people, everything and anything. I mean, I guess the only commonality is they're flying someplace or 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 blowing up a plane, but 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 something to a plane. But they're all they're all around the area of a plane. So that is a commonality. And if if you walk into a yeshiva. What makes this a homogenous group is, these are all Bakran, who are coming to learn. They are of a certain age. You won't find anybody here over a certain age, under a certain age, with much less of a background, with much more of a background. It's, It's the fact that there's a defining line. The line that connects the dots, excludes everything outside of the dots as well. You define something. The word to define something is to place the limits around it. So the act of bringing things together is, an, is something which also excludes. It's one and the same. If I want to have a homogenous group, I need to select more and more. So it can't be anybody over 25, it can't be over 23, it can't be anybody under 19, it can't be 18, uh, it can't be any, uh, anybody with knowing less than Gemara or more than, sorry, so whatever it is. I, the connection what takes kaira, what takes mitzvahs and makes them one ruchnistic unit as opposed to many good things there are people that do things at random such a mitzvah, such a mitzvah they read something in the paper that was good they do that, they do this, they do that, the other thing. what makes it one is what gets excluded the low says are connected to gidim because they are what gives it mix, it makes it a mixture achas because you've excluded out all sorts of things think about it it's a little bit of a deeper point but to understand it. That that's the pshat why the low says are connected I want to conclude I want to bring it a little bit practical practically in a more practical sense it's easier for us for anyone to feel better about the positive aspects so called of Yiddish character, We want to do... Um, Shabbos speaks to us, um, Spilin speaks to us, it's an experience. Whenever you take, whenever somebody wants to come from is miscarriage, those miscarriage are positive areas, because don't speak to him first. We have ourselves a harder time dealing with Yisurim for two reasons. First of all, it's harder, you know, it, it doesn't seem to be any real meaning. And more than that, if we haven't done Navera, then we haven't gone a step backwards, but we haven't gone a step forward. It, it's, it's people will do a lot more to make a dollar than to be cautious about not losing. Because a person doesn't like when the reward for his labor is not this, is okay, so you didn't lose anything because of it. People will, will invest money in places that give more money, but not places that are safe. Because even though they like money, but the feeling that I can gain money is much more positive than the feeling, Baruch Hashem, I've invested in my bank, I only got a percent, but I didn't lose anything. People don't, are not satisfied that. So little self-states have that problem for us because of that. And as long as we think of them in those terms, We'll have a problem with it. Not easy. It's much, much more effective when a person realizes the positive part of it. I want to give an example that's relevant a lot. As you go out into the world, um, and it's you no know, we Albert Bachram and you no, know, take most of the vast majority of do go into the working force. And one of the issues is they try to be sorry not to shake a woman's hand, except under extraordinary circumstances, but without a culture. and in the office setting. It's, you know, it's not difficult. You you ask the study people, it's not so difficult. But you always get asked why. Now, um, one fumbled way of explaining it is, well, I might have some bad thoughts about you, some unclear thoughts about you. I assure you that that answer doesn't sit terribly well with intelligent people, even with you. It, you know, it's not it's not a terribly nice answer, and and it's not going anyplace really. Let's, let, let me tell you a different, a, a different answer. And I I've told this. This is a woman came over to me at a chassana, sort of assaulted me. And she didn't come to shake my hand. She just came to badge me at this. An older woman at some at some wedding of a I don't remember this. I told her, listen. I said the the, the the most, the deepest relationship I have in the world, and the strongest, is with my wife. And as a, part of the picture is the relationship with my wife, and part of it is the excluding of the other. When you know that on the physical realm, and on a deeper emotional realm, it's only you and your wife, that relationship is profound. When it's everybody, when I was growing up it was the hippie era. so a, there was a joke, like a, a hippie asked his girlfriend, do you love me? And she says, certainly, I love many, many people. The, 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 so when you love many, many people, it, it says something about the quality of each particular individual. That doesn't mean a lot. When you exclude the highest, the, the the strongest drives in a person is in the world of relationships, of of, of those relationships. When a person excludes the stranger, then then, then, then his relationship to, to to his wife or to her husband is the most profound that there is. Both by the, say, told that you do, and both by the laws I say, of keeping the outside out. And people understand that darn well. You know, it, it, you can, and you can, if you rule back and say, imagine that you knew 100% that your husband would never touch anybody or, or get involved of something. Wouldn't that relationship be a lot stronger? Very few women would say no. I, I assure you on that one. But it's true. It's not just, it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a spiel. It, it is true like that. The Anokhi and Lohyez the Diba Echad the world of essays and the world of Essays is a three-dimensional picture what you have is defined by what you don't have as much as it's defined by what you do have and when a person is Zohir in the essays as much as the Essays his entire Torah becomes one he begins to understand that it's Miksha Achas, it's Surah Adon Tzal and, and there's, a, there's, a, it, it's, there's an image of something. He begins to see what it is, and 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 it's harder maybe in the beginning, but in the end of it, one reinforces the other. And um, as we head this Shabbos in Netz to the Parish of Kabbalah's Torah, we should be zeichet to be mekabel Torah in its entirety. We should be mekabel the in the and most important is we should understand that it's is believing in God means not believing in anything else and not believing in anything else is an information of belief in God that's love okay.